Hi, my turtle doves. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? 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 Today is March 26, 2023, and the time is approximately 7.09 a.m., and I've been up this morning quite early, um, and my, my voice may sound a little bit throaty, and that's because I've been not speaking, but I've been writing and praying um, inwardly. I wanted to come to you and talk to you about a couple things. One, I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday, and when I said to her, when I said to her that um, there's no such thing as being a hundred percent healed, she went on a quest to show me exactly how a person could be one hundred percent healed. So I asked her, "Can you tell me um, what a hundred percent healed looks like?" And I said, "If you're a hundred percent healed, what's the point of?" living and what's the point of um needing God and she went on to rebuke me don't you ever um kind of limit the relationship to God to just um problems and not being healed and searching and continuously trying to heal from something that God continuously heals you from now what I do want to say is is that when I say that there's no such thing as 100% healing I'm not saying in all retrospect and in every area of life there are some people who are addicted to drugs and alcohol and once God touches them, they never go back to it. They never have a taste that my friend is 100% healing in that area. But when I say that we can never be 100% healed, I mean that there's going to always be something that you need to go to God for as long as we're in this flesh. The Bible says that <clears throat> the flesh and the spirit war with each other. Their jobs are to do everything contrary to what the other one does. Your flesh wants to overeat. Your flesh wants to do all of the things that gets you immediate gratification. Your flesh wants to lead you down a path of death. <laughs> so, um, you know, and your spirit wants health. Your spirit wants life. Your spirit wants to wake up every morning and renew its mind daily. Your spirit wants to bring you into remembrance of the word of God. Your spirit wants you to show up for others even when your flesh makes you feel like you shouldn't. Your spirit just wants you to be everything that Jesus Christ was when he walked this earth and everything that God has written in your book of life because we know that he's the author and the finisher of our faith. And, I, and now that I got that out, I wanted to touch on the you will not be, um, there's no such thing as 100% healing. There are scriptures in the Bible that says that God gives us the peace that surpasses all understanding. We walk around saying things like, God grant me the serenity for the things, um, I can't remember the serenity prayer right now, but it talks about things that I can't, grant me the serenity um, to accept the things that, I can't change and to change the things I can or something along the lines of that. And there's things like, um, in this life, you will have tribulations, but take heart because I, Jesus Christ have overcome the world. God tells you to not be surprised when these tribulations come, because you know that as a believer that they must come. Um, there's things like 
in my strength, in my weakness, God's strength is made perfect. Um, Jesus Christ said himself <clears throat> that I have to go only but for a little while because if I don't, I can't send you the comforter. And what is <clears throat> a comforter? What what do you need comforting for? Who needs comforting when they're 100% healed? <laughs> Who needs the peace that passes all understanding when they're 100% healed. Who needs to hear that Jesus Christ said, take heart because I have overcome the world. Who needs those things when you're 100% healed? You're just fine. You're just fine. Just go ahead and walk around on earth because you're 100% healed. In this life, we are consistently learning and healing. There are some things that, um, quite frankly, puts a, a dent a dent in your flesh and I say your flesh because while your spirit can intellectually discern that God was doing this for my making or even if it wasn't for my making the enemy meant it for good for it for evil God made it for his good Romans all things Romans 8:28 all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose every knee shall bow every tongue shall confess and he will get the glory so your spirit can assert that and understand it but your flesh is broken because there's a part of you that's like oh that wasn't fair the reason that we are told over and over again to walk by the spirit and not by the flesh is because your flesh has these feelings and I'm going to give you an example which is the same example that I gave her and I'll give you her response as well I said let's take for example I was pregnant and I carried a baby all the way to seven and a half months I gave birth to that baby and that baby passed away two months later I said I can't heal 100% from that. I have to learn new ways to cope with the fact that I have a C-section scar that still hurts and sometimes I get an abscess and it reminds me that that was a part of me that was once whole. I got scarred for something that I did not get to keep. Um, the only way to 100% heal that is to give me that baby back. The only way to 100% heal that is to give me that baby back. Allow me to have the baby that gave me the scar. Allow me to have the baby that I still have back issues from an epidural. That's my flesh, right? But my spirit understands that I had to go through that thing so that way I can bless someone else who would then one day lose a child. And in this life, it's a consistent thing. There's nothing new under the sun. The enemy doesn't have new tricks. So, of course, his job is to get us to not believe in him, but to doubt the God who created us, right? That's his job. His job is not to get us to believe in him because who's going to say openly, I believe in the devil, <laughs> you know? But he gets us to um, kind of follow him in different sneaky um tricky ways but we're not ignorant to the wiles of the enemy so when i said that to her her response was is you can't continue the, the enemy's job is to make you think that you have to continue healing from something that you've already healed from but i told her that this is an ever-present 
um, situation that I'm dealing with, right? I have an abscess right now. I know that's kind of too much information. Forgive the rooster in the background. We know that he likes to show up. But I have an abscess right now as I speak to you on this podcast. And it's across the, the scar that I have. And when I touch that scar, it's a memory of the fact that I once was with child. Not once, but twice, because it, it brings me into remembrance of the baby that I lost a year later. Um, it gives me other intrusive thoughts of my age and the fact that I'm not married. And when I look in the mirror, I question whether I'm beautiful or not. That's my flesh. It's an ever-present situation that I'm dealing with, but I have to continue to say, God, give me the peace that passes all understanding. God, it is my we- in my weakness. Your strength is made perfect. God, you said that you gave me beauty for ashes and joy for mourning. I have to lean on God's word. That's what I need him for. I need God to continuously help me to continue the process of healing. Her response was, I understand that and I have faith. That God can 100% heal me from the emotions that I'm feeling. Negating the fact that I'm advising her. Negating the fact that what I said to her is true. And I had to say when the, the, the first step to the healing process, which is a consistent process. Grieving is a consistent process. Is to admit that there's a problem. God, sometimes I lie because I don't like the life that I lead. God, I'm jealous. God, I'm insecure. God, I think that my husband is cheating on me because I have been cheated on so much and I feel unworthy of monogamy. God, when I look in the mirror, I don't feel beautiful. God, I was touched when I was little. So now when I go into intercourse as an adult, I show up as the little girl that was touched. You have to first reveal these things and speak these things to the right person. First speak these things to God and then ask God for discernment and wisdom of what what earthly vessel you can release it to um, so that you can have someone on the same page as you that can pray for you. Because when two or more agree, um, one can chase... A thousand and two can chase 10,000. So you have to acknowledge the fact that I'm angry. I'm hurt. My heart is broken. So that way you can begin the process of healing. And I still have not done the, 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 the episodes that I want to do about the process. And that's because I'm still going through a process myself. Um, but to begin healing, you have to first acknowledge when there's a physical cut on you, you acknowledge, oh, no, I have a cut. And maybe you put a bandaid or some neurosporin on it and that helps it heal a little bit faster. But you want to try to um, treat that wound so it doesn't get infected. And by infected, I mean um, you show up in the world as a broken person. You have not acknowledged the fact that you're broken. So now you're impatient. Now you yell. Now you scream. Now when people ask you for help, you feel like they're needy. Now when people try to love on you, you can't accept that love. Someone tells you that you're beautiful, you deflect the compliment. You can't show up the way that God created you to show up. Because it's now infected and it's bleeding out in other parts of your life because you haven't taken a moment to acknowledge, God, that put a dent on my heart. When 
God assisted the young man that was full of spirits. He first asked, what's your name? He wasn't asking the gentleman what's his name. He was asking the demons, what's your name? And what they said was legion for I am many. That means that there were multiple demons in this man. So many different demons that there was not one name for each but a blanket name. We are legion. It was an army of demons in one person. But God made the demon identify himself before he casted him out of the man. You have to identify what's going on inside of you before you can, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, pass out and say that you're 100% healed. And even after you did identify it, it's consistent work. Consistent work, and this is me being 100% raw, that after you've acknowledged the fact that I respond to this because of that, now you have to make a conscious effort to be aware Every time you're tempted to show up as the unhealed version, not the healing version. <clears throat> Every time you want to cower in fear when someone tells you that you made a mistake or someone says we have to talk. That's the worst statement to hear somebody say, we got to talk. And say, we got to talk about what? <laughs> talk to me now. Because if you don't, my stomach is going to hurt for the rest of the day. So let, let's get this out the way now. And it's always like a... Um, <laughs> a dire need to find out what we have to talk about, quote unquote. It's a consistent effort. And sometimes it's not easy because you wake up and it seems like all you're doing is work. I'm doing so much work. I'm doing so much work. But that's when you start to lean on him because in our own strength, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. That's in the Bible, too. You have to wake up in the morning and when you feel, God, I don't want to do this. You have to put one foot on the floor and then the other. Then you have to pick out what you're going to wear that day and get ready. And you have to make a conscious effort to move forward in spite of the healing that's taking place inside of you. Because sometimes it can get exhausting and that's being honest. It's so much more easier to say faith over feelings, faith over fear. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me as opposed to looking the problem in the face and speaking to because, oh, not my God. There's a scripture in the Bible that says that any of you shall say to this mountain, be ye moved with belief. It shall be cast into the sea. So you're supposed to speak to the problem. Don't tell God about your problem. Tell your problem about God. You're supposed to uh, you're supposed to go ahead for God did not give us a spirit of fear. I like when it says God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but one of power, love and a sound mind. So you're supposed to speak to the mountain after you've talked to God about all of those issues that are going on inside of you. Then you say, okay, God, now I know that I have the strength to deal with this thing because I have you. But it, it, it all runs hand in hand that at some point you become strong enough to deal with that mountain. And then before you know it, here's another mountain. All right, God, 
Here we go again. <laughs> Here we go again. And there's another mountain and another mountain. Life is not all about trials and tribulations because if I may be honest that even when dealing with a depressive episode or dealing with um, negative feelings and intrusive thoughts, I can enjoy myself. Yesterday I went to see a movie. Um, after I went to see a movie, I went bed shopping and I was elated. I got stood up for a date, but I still got up and I went on in spite of the negative emotions and intrusive thoughts that were going on in my flesh, right? I had an awesome day. And at the end of the day, I was content. I was content in despite of the feelings and intrusive thoughts that I had because my spirit said, Hey, you're going to get up. You're going to put some clothes on and you're going to go do something. That date that invited you out, you're going to go do the very thing that the date stood you up for. You're going to go do the very thing alone, but I will accompany you. He came, the Holy Spirit is within us. So he came with me and he made me feel beautiful and he made me feel loved and worthy of all of the things that, yes, I was doing for myself, but they were getting done. God, thank you for the provision to do these things that I can do for myself. So even in the midst of um, the setting of depression and being healing, the healing process, you still can feel good. So every day is not all about healing and and pain and intrusive thoughts. You're going to have moments where it's just going to feel good. And you're going to have moments where it ain't going to feel too good. And that's just the realness of it all. <clears throat> my turtle doves, my, my, my point um, for this podcast, and I was praying, um, and I and in, in the middle of praying, I heard God say, identify, <clears throat> identify, identify, call it what it is, and say to that thing, sir, I need you out of my life. I bind it in the name of Jesus, because whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and I loose insert whatever it is that you lose here because the word says whatever we lose on earth will be loosed in heaven so identify it don't run from it identify it deal with it so that God can begin the healing process he's the one that does the demolition he after you've suffered for a little while it is God who establishes you and creates you to who you ought to be so God does a demolition inside of you once you first say God yes to your will yes to your way God I want to identify the things that I picked up along the way all of there's a a parable um that talks about the farmer and how he sold good wheat and then when he woke up there was weeds growing among the wheat and the man said didn't we plant good wheat last night where did these weeds come from he said that the enemy came and he planted it while we were sleeping and he said should we pluck them up and the farmer said no we're not going to pluck them up because we might weed out the good stuff we're going to wait until the harvest is ready and then we're going to cut it down and we're going to sift the good from the bad and then we're going to burn the bad so God, we picked up some things along the way that are just contrary to what 
the good stuff is. It's contrary to what your word says about me. It's contrary um, to the walk that I'm supposed to be walking in you, God. So I need you to help me now that the weed is ready. I need you to help me get these weeds out so I can burn them and I can show up as who you created me to be. It's a continuous process of healing some areas more than others. So my turtle dove, God says to you this morning, identify the issue, identify the weed, acknowledge the fact that the weeds are among the wheat, um, identify the fact that there's a problem and you can't handle it. God, I need you so that he can begin the healing process. I love you. I love you. I love you with all of the love that God placed inside of me. I pray that you have the most amazing day. I pray that um, you say yes to the process. Say yes to the process and ask the ultimate processor to assist you through the process. When you get weak and you're tired of looking at it. When you get weak and you're tired of healing. When you get weak and you're tired of saying, God, yes, I'll heal today. (laughs) Ask the processor to assist you through the process. I love you. I love you. I love you with all of the love that God placed inside of me. And if no one told you lately, you're beautiful, you're handsome, you're worthy, flawed, a little bit messed up, but worthy of love. Have the most amazing day. Bye.